welcome you. We hope that you are expecting, and for those who are here, I hope that you come expecting this morning. God has always something good for us, and we should always expect from him, because he is a giver. Let's um, say our vision. We are a strong, growing community of faith-filled believers who live aligned to the word of God, and we make an internal impact in the lives of others. Amen. Father God, we come before you, Lord, and we just thank you for your presence. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit, Lord. We thank you for your love that shed abroad in our hearts by your Holy Spirit, Lord. And we come before you right now, Lord, and we yield to your Holy Spirit right now, Lord. And we just thank you, Father, that you are going to make a move this morning, Lord. And we always come to, into your presence expecting, Lord, for a move. Lord, we just thank you. And we just worship you this morning, Father. We just yield to your Holy Spirit right now, Lord. And we just expect great things this morning. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. What is this love that will
Oh, 
in there. Ivan, can you take us back? I know this is putting you on the spot. Uh, the Lord has promised good to me. I think it's the second verse of that song. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It says, the Lord has promised good to me. His word, my hope, secures. We have his word. Amen. We have his word. Hallelujah. We have a hope and a future in Jesus. Amen. Can we sing that verse again? The Lord has promised good to me. His words, my hope, secure. Amazing. 
grace of God. Amen? The fact that we're doing this baptism this morning is because of the love and mercy and grace of our Lord Jesus. Amen? Glory to God. You may greet one another this morning. Hallelujah. Just share the love and joy of Jesus in you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hello, good morning. So glad to see everybody. <laughs> yeah, I will, yeah. This is good. This is good. You guys did awesome. That was a great greeting. That was good morning, everybody. <laughs> All right, I'm Christy, and these are our announcements today. Um, the women's group luncheon uh, will be held this Saturday, August 21st at 11 a.m. at Donna Beardos's home. And I don't think she's here today. So, but if you have any questions, we we could have. Um, Donna's not here today, sorry. Uh, so we are excited about a special guest. We're excited to have Pastor Ray Jean Wilson from West Coast Life Church in California here on Sunday, August 29th during the morning service. After service, we'll have a catered barbecue, so plan on staying and enjoying some time and fellowship with the family. And uh, the last announcement is the men's group fishing trip for those who have signed up is on Saturday, September 4th. Um, any more information, you can see Eric Murphy, but he will be sending out a text with all the info to those in the group. Um, and also, he's going to be coming up and... Oh, okay. <laughs> be helping us. Okay. of your hands <laughs> okay yeah I can't clap hard enough I can't clap hard enough and so uh, usually for a meeting like we had it would cost you several thousand dollars to meet you'd have to you know enlist a financial planner and all that and so this was free absolutely free no catch uh, you know people are like you know what's the catch what's the catch there's no catch uh, and so it's it was free uh, it was a blessing of the Lord. If you ever want to do that, it's still free for you. 
if you go online to forwardfinancialgroup.com, and there's a link there about you know having a meeting with a money coach, and uh, you could put our church name in, Father's House Family Church, as the reference. And then they will call you and they will sit. The plan is free. The plan that they give you is free. So I could tell you, and I won't get into a lot of detail, but I could tell you, you know, when you go in thinking that you, you know, you signed just, you know, refinanced and you got a, 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 a hefty mortgage and they tell you 30 years to pay it off. And you get out of that meeting knowing you can pay it off in 10.1 years, you got a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> you are jumping, screaming, everything else like, where, where has this been? And it's not by getting another job. You know, of course, he said, if you don't have a job, get a job. But if you don't, if, it's not by increasing. If, you, if your income increases during this time, this, during this 10 years, you're only shortening the life of, of how much debt you have. And so I highly encourage you, if you haven't gotten an opportunity to do it, it's, for, it's a blessing for you and your family. I will tell you, you will be blessed. We'll be talking more about it. But for those of you who did go through the class, you got a kit. Everybody got a free kit. Uh, in that kit, this is probably one of the most important CDs you'll ever listen to. And because it talks about, the name of it is Tithe, Offense Around Your Life. And he breaks down the different methods of giving. And again, the kingdom of God is a kingdom with real laws and real benefits. We get it twisted. We decide we're going to, you know, sow a seed to the poor. Well, that's a different rate of return. It's just a reimbursement. I give to the poor. I'm lending to the Lord. He repays me. Tithe puts you in a place. It's not for God. It's for you. It's like a security protection program for your life. 10% of all you give to the Lord, 10% of all you make goes to the Lord first. We don't even, we don't even, of your gross profit, gross profit. And so 10% of it, the seed and the sowing doesn't come in and the return on that doesn't come in till the 11%. We're looking for blessing and we're wondering why it's not working. We've got it twisted. So it's just a little teaching. We just need to teach and, and, and retrain our brain and, and know that it's not just, it's not just, oh, Lord, I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. I, ooh, if you would, I know I'm not perfect. No, just work the law. The law of gravity works. The law of lift works. All the laws here in this universe works. Well, Genesis 8.22, we're getting ready to give this morning. If you need an envelope, you can just raise your hand. The, uh, I was going to say the doctors. The ushers will get an envelope to you this morning. I don't know where my brain is. Or you can give through texting. Uh, you can give through uh, push pay. You can give on our website. But Genesis chapter 8.22, it says, As long as the earth remains, there will be planting and harvest. Cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night. As long as the earth remains, it will be in place. Giving and receiving, planting and harvesting will always be in place. We call it the law of giving and receiving. It's a law and it will work every time. It's not based on what, how good I am or how bad I am or, okay, I don't know if I'm doing... No, 
It's not based on that. It's based on us doing the law. When I don't break the law in this nation as a citizen, we have rights. We have privileges. There are laws that we follow. But not just that, but we're also sons and daughters of the, of the individual who owns this kingdom. So that gives us a, a bit more, doesn't it? We have access to everything he owns. When I go to my parents' house, even though I don't live there, I don't ask them if I could go in the refrigerator. I don't. I open up the refrigerator, even though I moved out long ago. I open up the, what do we got? <laughs> what do we have in the refrigerator? I'm not afraid to go in their home and go, please, 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 I don't know that I did the right thing yesterday. Please, I know I messed up, I know, but please, can I have some water? Please, please just give it to me, give me water. That's my mom and dad. They want to give me water. All the water they have, they'll give me. They're not stingy. They give liberally. Well, that's how my father is. Maybe you have stingy parents. <laughs> Don't look at God like that because he's not like that. You work that law. You're part of his kingdom. You're part of his kingdom. You have so many benefits. And so don't let those things stay on the table. So I encourage you, if you got that kit, go right to this CD. Before you even read the book, go right to this CD and start working this in your life. James chapter 1 says that faith without works is dead. So listen to this. It's, it will be a blessing to you. Amen? Let's stand. And we make a confession every time we give, and it's not just words that we're saying, but we really believe it, and we're seeing these things come to pass. Amen? Ready? Read. Because we are tithers, the windows of heaven are open. The blessing is being poured out. Because we are sowers, we are furnished in abundance for every good work. We receive jobs or better jobs. Raises and bonuses, benefits, sales, and commissions, settlements, estates, and inheritances, interests and income, rebates and returns. We receive checks in the mail, supernatural wealth transfer, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received, and properties acquired. We are getting our buildings, lands, houses, vehicles, and equipment. God is bringing into our hands great big seed, and we are moving forward in faith in every area of our lives. We command our harvest to come. Harvest come to us now. Harvesting angels, go get it and bring it to us right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you believe it? Amen. Glory to God. Well, you can give this morning by coming up here. If you have an envelope, you can give online. Hallelujah. Once you give, you can be seated. If you're in your seat, be seated. Okay. We're moving pretty quick here this morning because we want to get to this baptism this morning. Hallelujah. First timers. What do we got that's first time here? You've First time you've stepped foot into this church. Come on and welcome them this morning. God bless you. Welcome this morning. Hallelujah. We're so grateful. Uh, can you, uh, do you have, oh, he's going to get him. We'll, we'll deal with that in a minute. There we go. Want to pray? There we go. 
Father, I thank you for this offering this morning for every single person whose lives are represented here. I thank you, Father, you see their heart, you see uh, uh, the cheerfulness of their heart by which they gave, and I thank you and speak a blessing over each and every single one. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for those who have joined us online. Thank you for giving. We appreciate your faithfulness. We have sowed a significant seed into uh, Steve, uh, personally into the Steve, uh, the church has done this, personally into Steve Higgins who was here with us last week. We sowed a significant seed into him and we named that seed for 100 committed and faithful members. So you be in agreement with us for a return on that seed. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. All right. I'm so excited to be facilitating this baptism this morning. This is my first one that I will actually be facilitating. And so, uh, and so uh, we're doing a lot of firsts this year. I've helped him a number of times, you know, uh, kind of did the logistics, but this is my first time that we'll be doing this. Don't worry, you'll be fine, you'll be safe. I will not be putting you under and bringing you back up. I have enlisted the help of some strong men who will do that, so that way it's not a long time under the water. Two seconds and up you go. Me trying to do that, I think the water might even be over my head, probably. <laughs> They'd have to boost me up, it would not work. So uh, y'all will be fine, take a deep breath. I remember when I was baptized, I was very nervous. That's, a, that's an okay feeling to be nervous, that's fine. You're doing something you've not done before. And so uh, it's okay to be nervous about it, but just know we're family here. We're rooting for you. Everything is going to be all right, okay? And we're excited too as a faith family because we have a role in this. We're witnesses of what God is about to do, amen? We're witnesses. And so we all should be excited. I just want to take a few moments and talk about uh, baptism this morning. Our church statement of faith says this concerning this ordinance. It says, baptism in water is by immersion and is a direct commandment of our Lord. It is for believers only. This ordinance is a symbol of the Christian's identification with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. So let me clearly state this up front so it is understood. Water baptism does not save you or transform you in, from your spiritual life. It doesn't transform you from spiritual death to spiritual life. That's not what water baptism does. That's what salvation does. That is not what baptism does. You get water baptized after you become born again. And what I mean by that is after you have Jesus and invite him to come into your life, that's the pre-qualification. Once you do that, there's no waiting period. Thank God. You can get saved right away. You can get baptized, water baptized right away. There's no waiting period. So that's what happens. That comes first. That's the prerequisite to be born again according to Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10, which in the New Living it says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So we aren't baptized to get saved. We're baptized because we are saved. Clearly understood. Amen? 
Glory to God. Some have asked, when can a child be baptized? Some say it's the age of accountability. Well, we know our children. Some accountability, they don't know right or wrong for a very long time. Some, are, you know, take time to get there. Well, the way I look at it, simply stated is, once the child is born again and understands what that is, then they, when they have a full understanding of the importance and significance of water baptism, then it's time. They've got to have those two things. A simple exercise to know whether your child is ready or not. If they are deathly afraid of what's about to happen, that they're kicking and screaming, it's not time yet. No one should ever go under the water kicking and screaming. <laughs> it ain't time yet. They'll do it when they're ready. If you're talking to your child and they got big tears in their eyes and it's not joyful tears, <laughs> it's like, ah, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah, it's not time yet. Just wait. Wait another year or two. When they're ready, they'll do it, just like you did. Amen? All right. So now we've established that water baptism is for believers, and we also believe that it's by immersion. What does that mean? That means baptism by complete submersion of the person in the water. Some believe, you know, when babies are, are young, uh, some denominations will sprinkle, and that's fine. We believe uh, what it says in the Word of God in the New Testament, uh, and we go along with it for that reason. So we see in Acts chapter 8, verse 36 to 39, as they rode along, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, look, there's some water. <laughs> He's very clever. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Now, wouldn't that be an interesting baptism? I'll never forget that. The guy who baptized me just disappears. <laughs> and so... Uh, we go also to, to Matthew chapter 28, verse 19, where Jesus says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. So this is a direct commandment from Jesus about baptism. We also see Jesus being baptized by John. It said when he came up out of the water, the Spirit of God descended on him like a dove. Remember that? And so there's several instances. Paul, uh, when he baptized, it talks about come up out of the water. So that's why we believe in immersion, total immersion. <laughs> uh, that's how we believe it. And then we believe it's a direct commandment from God because we just read in Matthew 28, 19. Mark's account adds a little more to this. In Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 16, it says, And then he told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. Anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. Now, one might say, wait a minute. You said that baptism does not, is not, it doesn't equal salvation. But here he says, uh, anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. So we want to clear that up. If you read the last verse, anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. In this scripture, he's putting the emphasis on believing and not believing, not on the baptism. Otherwise, he would have said, go into all the world and baptize everybody. That's not what he said. He said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to everyone. 
And so he put the emphasis in this verse he's talking about uh, to believe or not believe. If you don't believe, you'll not be saved. If you believe, you'll be saved. And so if baptism guaranteed verse 15, that's what he would have said. He would have said, go into all the world and make sure everybody is baptized. And to be honest with you, baptism is optional. We do it because we want to do it. It's not you have to be baptized to get into heaven. Oh, no. You need to get saved to get into heaven. But baptism is optional. We do it from our heart because it's a direct commandment from Jesus. We want to do what he says. So let's review. Baptism is for believers. It's by immersion, and it's a direct commandment from Jesus. Now let's look at the last part of our statement of faith, which answers this question. So what does it mean to be water baptized? This ordinance, water baptism, is a symbol of the Christian's identification with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Simply put, water baptism is an outward testimony of your inward transformation. That's what water baptism is. You're showing everybody on the outside what you believe has taken place on the inside. You are saying, yes, I identify with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. Remember, when Jesus died, the old us, our spirit, was buried with him and then raised together with him and put in a special seat. We won't get into that today. But Romans chapter 6, verse 4 says in the New King James, it says, therefore, we were buried with him through baptism into death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so also we should walk in newness of life. We were raised together with him, Ephesians chapter 1 says, but we weren't just raised to live the same life we lived before. We were raised up to live a new life in Christ. Amen? That's what happens when we're saved. That's the reason, another reason for complete immersion. It symbolizes you being buried with Christ. You come up out of the water, you were risen with Christ. It's a symbol of that. The old passes away and the new life comes. That's the outward testimony you are demonstrating when you are baptized. There's a song that used to say, we used to sing it years ago, there's been a big change in me oh a big change in me I am so happy I am so free then there's more to it but that's what you can sing when you are saved when you become born again there's a big change that happens on the inside of you we talked about it a few weeks ago when grace touches someone when grace touches an individual it changes them first on the inside you're always transformed when you are touched by his grace. And so you can sing that song. There's been a big change in me. Someone might say, well, I don't see the change on the outside. You look exactly the same. You sound the same. Well, I'm a work in progress. His grace is working in my life. And every day I'm growing and increasing in the knowledge of him. And his word is what's separating me from those things I used to do. His word will do it. I put it in me, I start to change even more on the outside. 
Amen? Glory God. Hallelujah. So this is what we're testifying when we are baptized. Now this inward transformation happens first, as we said, on the inside. Then we begin to see the product of that on the outside. So if you're struggling today in your mind or in your flesh, this body, you can also use this opportunity today. You can use this opportunity to make it more than just a symbol. To make it more than just a symbol. I wish somebody had told me this when I was baptized. It can be more than just a symbol to you. You can use this opportunity to release your faith that as you go down under the water, that something is going to break off of you. You know those things that are weighing you down? When you go down in that water, you say, I'm leaving those things right there. And when you come up out of the water, you're awakened to the newness of life that you have in Jesus Christ. Amen? You can release your faith for it, and what you believe, you get. So I'll tell you, make it more than just a, all right, I'm going down, I'm going to check off my list, I was water baptized. It can be more than that. It can be more than that. So baptism is for believers only. Children should do it after they are saved and have a full understanding of the importance and significance of it. It is by complete immersion. It is a direct commandment of Jesus. And it is an outward testimony of the inward transformation that you have received. At the baptism, you'll hear me say to each person, on the confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and by His authority, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Once I say amen, you release your faith. That's your time right there. Release your faith as you go under the water that the things that you need to be broken off your life are broken off. And when you come back up out of the water, wake up to the reality of your redemption in Christ and walk in his newness of life. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, I'll close with 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 21 in the Amplified Classic. It says, And baptism, which is a figure of their deliverance, does now also save you from inward questionings and fears, not by removing of outward bodily filth or bathing, but by providing you with the answer of a good and clear conscience inward clean, cleanness and peace before God because you are demonstrating what you believe to be yours through his resurrection. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. So you can stand with me this morning. Before we go, we said that baptism is something that we do after we are born again. And I would do you a disservice this morning if I didn't ensure that everyone standing in this house and watching us online knows that they know, that they know, that they know that they are saved. You can leave here, signed, sealed, delivered, knowing in your heart that you are born again 
that you've invited Jesus to come into your life. So I'm going to ask everyone here to just close your eyes, bow your heads, and basically we're doing this because I don't want anyone looking around. We just want to do this. This is our time between us and God. Amen? And so if you have received the gift of salvation, if you remember the day that you asked Jesus to come into your heart, to take your life and do something with it, if you remember that day, I want you to raise your hands. You can keep your eyes closed. Raise your hands up as high as you can. You remember the day that you made that declaration before God. Okay, you can put your hands down. Thank you. Now, for those who could not raise your hands, I want this to be the day that you'll always remember. This day will be marked in eternity. This is your moment, your moment. So I want you to pray with me this morning. And I want everybody to pray with me, but especially those who are not able to raise their hands. God the Father sent Jesus, his son, and the entire time that he was scourged or beaten, when he hung on that cross with a crown of thorns on his head, it was for you that he did that for. He had you in his heart and on his mind before you were even born. He took the place that we should have taken. And he did it so you can receive salvation and live the life that he prearranged for you. And so don't leave here this morning without praying this prayer with me. Everyone pray it together. Let's help those who have never prayed it before. Say, God in heaven, I believe that Jesus is your son, that he died on the cross, so I can be forgiven. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Make me a brand new person. Jesus, I receive you right now. Take my life and do something with it. I am no longer an outsider without God, but I now have hope and a future in heaven. Thank you, Father. Amen. Now come on and give them a hand, those who prayed that prayer for the first time. That's the best decision that you'll ever make. You made a decision that does not just help you right now in this time that we're living in, but there's a 100% chance that every single one of us in this house today is going to die. I'm sorry, very morbid, but we're all going to die if Jesus tarries at one point or another. The decision that you made today is for your future, not just for today. It, it will help you today, but now you have a place in heaven. Don't let anybody, don't let the devil tell you that that's not true, but that is true. Salvation belongs to you. Amen? So I said there's no waiting period. If you receive Jesus today and you would like to be baptized with these four individuals that are standing here today, we can add you to the list. When we get over to the pool, just say, I want to be baptized, and we'll do it. I don't care if you're fully clothed. We'll do it. Amen? There's no, there's no waiting period. You've made the decision to receive Jesus. Now make that outward testimony of that inward change that's begun in you. Amen? All right. 
So we're going to get in our cars. Those of you who are watching online, we're going to dismiss you this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. We wish you could come to the baptism, but uh, you'll have to look at the pictures after the fact. Uh, welcome uh, this morning. Thank you for joining us. We will see you very soon. God bless.